This episode of the comment section is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. Since the dawn of bread, we've known the truth. Sliced is better. That's why new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail style flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. Your faves, yep, they want to lay down with us, <laughs> and so you look stupid and goofy when yeah. you call us men and shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Comment Section Show, starring me, Drew. Everybody knows me; nobody cares about me. <laughs> Anyways, on to the amazing guest. Today we have the incredible, the talented, the amazing Trace Lissette. <laughs> Woo! Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Queen. Oh, girl, I'm so excited to have you. I adore you. Same, same, same. How you feeling? How you been? How's life? Oh my God, life has been a roller coaster mm-hmm. this past year. For yeah. the, you know, for the better mostly. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to some abundance rolling in in 2020. Period. Abundance mindset. Yes. Have to keep it. Yes. Trace, for everyone that doesn't know, and why don't you know if you don't know, <laughs> Trace is an incredibly talented actress and has been Thank in the game you. for a minute. And for you were a in minute, yes. amazing movies like Hustlers, right? You're in Hustlers. Monica. Monica. Transparent. Yes. Very exciting. Yes. How was it? I know Monica's your most recent film. Yes, that so. was uh, my first lead in a feature film period um Very took a long exciting. time 42 so it took a while to get here but you You're know 42 it, i'm 42 girl girl you look good yeah, thank you you look good as fuck it's the estradiol pill <laughs> period <laughs> you look good it's bitch. the moans you look my age i literally thought you were like 30 oh i'll take it <laughs> yeah. i still period. play 30 so yeah i mean duh yeah. you could play like mid-20s I appreciate that. Look you know, I you. tell my agents that all the time. So if you're watching, <laughs> hello. <laughs> well, if they ever make a movie about me, I'll just cast you. Oh, okay. <laughs> As me. Okay. There you go. In my 20s. That's so, That that's, honestly, that threw me for a loop. That's crazy. We should do a buddy comedy. We should. We should be, be like so twins. Fun. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger and <laughs> Danny DeVito. Oh, that's a throwback. We could be like twins. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That would be so funny. Because we look nothing alike. No, we, I need we, to go watch that. <laughs> I've never even seen it either. <laughs> I just know they're like, haha, one's tall, one's short. I think I saw it when I was a kid. Period. Yeah. Look at you. Is that what got you? What? Well, actually, I'll back up. What got you into acting? Like, what made you want to venture into the craft? Oh. Uh, okay. So, hmm. How do I make this light and funny? No. It's, um, <laughs> you know, I had a rock bottom moment in mm. my mm, mid-20s. Okay. Um... Yeah, I, I I I was hustling. You know, I was in New York, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I tried to take my life. And um, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. It's a girl. It was over a decade ago, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I was just you know a lot of things going on. And I had a guy friend of mine who was a working actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Caribbean Fubara. He's he's in heaven now, mm-hmm. uh, but. Um, he was like, you're so talented, and yeah. you can't swing around a pole forever and <laughs> do whatever you're doing to survive. Yeah. You know, I was it, I was doing what I could with what I had. Yeah, and um, absolutely. And there and there and there was a, a time when I realized I had to 
invest in myself again mm -hmm. beyond the transition, the physical transition. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trans, guys, in case you didn't know. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, so I had to, I had to go in and like, you know, take the money from swinging around a pole and, and invest into an acting school. Yeah. And I bounced around at different acting studios and just realized that, oh, acting is picking me back. Like it was, it was evident in a short amount of time that the yeah. teachers were giving me the feedback that I needed to understand that I could do something else with my life totally. that I had never dreamed that I could do. Yeah. Um, and so Caribbean is like an angel, you know, he, 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 yeah. He uh, put you on your path that you were yeah, supposed to be on. Yeah, we dated briefly and then became friends. But mm -hmm. he he changed my life forever with with that vote of confidence. Just saying, like you know, you're so animated and you're so earnest, and there's something about you that yeah. could really do well um, on camera. Yeah, and it's worth it to explore. And yeah. so I went to his to his acting teacher, and that was the start of my journey back in. Oh God, it must have been. Oh, eight, oh seven, oh seven. I think. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool, yeah. though. Like, what a, what a, what a story of triumph, right? Like, yeah, getting on your path in like a way that maybe you didn't expect to, but now you know, like, this is what you're meant to do. Yeah, which I think is a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's amazing. What yeah. was your first like big like role like for you, where you're like, man, like this is like a thing, like oh my gosh. Well, I got cast in this like. I don't know if it would be considered a feature. It was like a 45-minute <laughs> low-budget action film. Okay, um, It did premiere in Times Square at a <laughs> at, at a like a indie thing. Yeah. Um. So it played at AMC and it was at this little festival. But um, and I was the lead. Period. Uh, but uh, I booked Transparent like a year or two after that. Mm -hmm. And the producer then found out that I was trans because I kind of came out yeah. when I got transparent. Yeah. And he shelved the film and, you know, told me I was a fraud and. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, That's he was. Insane. It was. He was deeply transphobic. I mean, this yeah. was a different time. This was like, I think I did that film in like 2011 or 2012. That's fucking um, crazy. Yeah. That's so. insane. That's an insane thing to be like liar. Yeah. Like you're like, am I? <laughs> you bought it didn't you right like, we you, shot you it and people like it like, yeah that's not like you hired me so yeah um are insane but that's okay it was pretty low budget and i don't mind that it's not out there mm -hmm. um but uh yeah transparent was a leap of faith it was like yeah i was i was still working all over the clubs in new york city mm -hmm. and the straight clubs and mm -hmm. you know that's not the safest place for a trans girl yeah but um I was I was like I'm gonna do this because uh, Laverne Cox was one of my good girlfriends mm -hmm. and she had just done Orange yeah and that was like blowing up I mean she yeah. thought it was a web series like when I when I ran into her on the street one day outside of um, we had the same doctor and we yeah. got our hormones at the same place yeah and I ran into her one day and she was she was I was like what's going on girl like what's the latest what's the tea she was like yeah. oh I just did this little web series and I was <laughs> like oh what's it called she's like orange is new black and I was like oh okay cool I can't wait to see that and then when it came out it just like blew, blew up. up yeah um it and was huge for representation in a lot of ways oh my god that nobody was, had ever seen before it was so huge yeah um and I had just done a law and order 
it got in my it got in my union card Ooh. and um wait law and order svu or just law and order it was svu oh my god i love law and order I, svu <laughs> i love that fucking show i think it was season 15 girls the way i'm gonna go look for it i played a girl <laughs> i played this this bitch named lila <laughs> and um i'm literally gonna look it up because i've seen so many episodes of that show and i probably have seen it yeah honestly and, and i just didn't know you at the yeah, time, yeah i obviously. had blonde hair like maryland very maryland okay um and it was not a trans role, and I hadn't, I you know, I still hadn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. And so, when when Laverne did that thing, I was yeah. like, maybe there's a space for us. Yeah, you know? absolutely. You know? Has I was that was gonna be my next question actually? It was I was gonna ask like, since you've been in the in the film industry, TV and film for a while now, mm-hmm. like, do, have you seen a change or um, some sort of, in a more positive way than it has been? Obviously, there's still so much work to be done. But do you see any sort of shift at all? Do you think yeah. that it's changed in terms of representation? Definitely. But yeah. it ebbs and flows. I yeah. mean, I think last year was pretty, well, there was a strike. And it yeah. was it was pretty slow. But, yeah. um, you know, it does this. Mm-hmm. But it's steadily gotten better, Yeah, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so I'm hopeful. And I, I, I'm encouraged uh, by... People who have kind of hit the main, like trans girls who have hit the mainstream, like Hunter Schaefer and yeah. Laverne, you yeah. know, it just, it's, it makes me think, okay, they see us for more and, yeah, and totally. like doing Monica was very affirming, yeah. um, you know, so we'll see. We'll I think see. too, like there is something to be said about how when they do cast, and this is like for all marginalized identities, Yeah, it's like, it doesn't always have to be in a state of trauma or in something that's right. awful or like, you know what I mean? Like seeing, seeing trans girls be cast in roles that are like not centered around that, I think is yes. beautiful and amazing. I feel like that's a true step in the right direction. Like actually mm-hmm. is weighing them just as evenly as you weigh cis actresses. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love to be just thought of as another leading lady. Yeah, now. totally. And I'm, trying to bring that energy in yeah, um, and to just push out the doubters and the, totally. you know, cause uh, the resume should speak for itself and the work should speak for itself and it yeah. shouldn't have to do with your identity. For but real. for some reason, when we get a big win, it's thought of as like a fluke. Or yeah. Some, or like a threat or a threat. Yeah. It's like, or a threat instead of a, wow, that's a really unique artist who's had a very unique life experience yeah. and you cannot go somewhere and pay to learn what that person has lived. Totally. That's that special sauce that, that we bring. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Mm. And I've talked about that a lot on this show, especially too, because obviously I have lots of trans friends. I have lots of friends in all different kinds of margins of society, but we talked about that a lot on the show in terms of like how, whenever there is even like an inkling of representation for someone that lives in the margins all the time, it's always like, and what about us? What about straight people? What about cis people? What about you, girl? You have more than enough representation. Shit. Pick something else. You could close your eyes and scroll and you could find someone that represents you. Yeah. But like there are so few, like so, so, so few. Like it's it's even smaller than people realize. Like representation for actresses like yourself who have been in the game for a long time. A long fucking time. Yeah, girl. Like (laughs) Like, (laughs) I want to do a movie with Meryl and like, you know. Uh, I don't know, Michelle Pfeiffer and, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, I just, I would love to just 
fall in with the legends and and totally. play and like show and I see that for show you. them what I could do you know like absolutely you know I would just I would love that I I know um, I hear a lot of actors talk about imposter syndrome and I'm like I don't have that I just have <laughs> I just I just have a lack of access like yeah. just put me in a game yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> just give me one chance this episode is brought to you by Priceline when it comes to travel we all have that happy place we're always daydreaming about whether it's the snow-capped mountains white sand beaches a best friend's wedding or even a hometown visit we all have one my happy place personally is my second home which is in Hawaii and everybody knows because that's where I've been living and I live there and in California and I love Hawaii and I love traveling there so wherever your happy place is Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price, so you never have to miss a trip. And did you know that when you bundle and save with Priceline, you can save up to 625 bucks when you book your flights and hotels together? We all know the feeling. A hundred open tabs across 50 different sites trying to find the best deal. Just use Priceline and simply book your entire trip in one place. They truly have deals you cannot find anywhere else. And everybody loves a good deal, girl. So make sure you get that value off of Priceline. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. We're all guilty of spacing out from time to time and Rockstar totally gets that, which is why they've released the all new Rockstar Focus made with lion's mane and 200 milligrams of caffeine for an energy and mental boost. Plus it's available in three delicious zero sugar flavors. My favorite being the white peach, babe. Visit rockstarenergy.com to learn more. At least 75 milligrams of caffeine has been shown to help improve attention. I feel, I, I think too, like that's another reason why people like you are so important is because you still, you still get in there. You know what I'm saying? Like you're mm. still making sure, like if no one's going to open the door for me, I'll fucking make my own if that's the case. Yeah. That's exhausting. Though, it is. Yeah. exhausting. It is very exhausting. And yeah. I, and even like for me, cause I'm just, a clown on the internet, but like, even for me, uh, in the beginning of my like journey and everything, um, there was a moment where I was like, I don't think anyone's ever going to work with me because I'm so controversial, like the shit that I do. Uh, and more specifically, it's not like standing up to misogyny. Obviously it's like the way I choose to do it. There were a lot of brands that were afraid to work with me. Really? Um, yeah. Oh yeah, girl. And then for a while, like I thought I wouldn't even get representation because I, you know, I had the platform. I had I had more than enough followers to warrant at the time before I was signed to anybody, uh, but no one really hit my line, and I think that's because they were afraid to represent someone like me because, like, uh. what if I don't bring in any money? Then it's, like, pointless kind of thing. Um, but the agent I have now is the agent that signed me, like, two years ago, mm. and she was, like, one of the only people that was, like, I see I see something. Like, I see something, and I she had to really convince them to sign me. Okay. <laughs> and she told me that after we became friends and like got a lot closer um but she really had to sell me because they were like mm, i can't market her to anybody like she's too much she's too loud she's too mean because they get scared of the respectability politics and yeah. the language and the way you're delivering yeah, the call exactly. outs exactly yeah and not knowing that that does appeal to the masses <laughs> a lot of people yeah, <laughs> believe it or not like right. a lot of people kind of vibe with it and then i i kind of joke about it sometimes when i talk about it in interviews and stuff but i'll say like i just got too big to ignore like yeah. at that point they had no choice but to no reach choice. out to me. Yeah, so I was like, I'm gonna keep going and then I'll keep growing and if yeah. anything comes of it, great. If not, at least I'm fucking up men. Get day. on the bus <laughs> or yeah. get left behind. Yeah. 
exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Monica, um, for those who don't know, uh, can you explain the plot of Monica and like what it means to you to have like played that role, like in that movie? Yeah. Um, so the movie is about a trans woman who was kicked out when she was sixteen mm-hmm. and has lived on her own for a very long time mm-hmm. and her biological mother is now dying mm-hmm. and uh, had a brain surgery and is suffering from memory loss and in her last days and she gets a call from her sister-in-law mm-hmm. um, kind of giving her the tea and then she goes home. She decides to go home and, and see what's left yeah. of this situation, if yeah. anything at all. Yeah, And... Um, I think my favorite thing about Monica is that she's uh, she's this woman who is she knows who she is yeah. and she has had this like self-sufficient existence for such a long time. Yeah. This is not like a another transition story yeah, or totally. um you know, it's not even about that. We don't even I don't even think the word trans is in the film. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I love most about it is Mm -hmm. that it's just, it's not about that. Yeah. It's just about like family, like complicated, it's about family, like complicated relationships with family. Yeah. What do you do with the time you have left? Yeah. And, um, maybe there's not, maybe there's not going to be this big resolution. Yeah. Uh, cause sometimes life is gray. It's not always black and white. Totally. It's shades of gray. And, um. Yeah, that, I think that that's one thing that the director, writer, Andrea, did so well yeah. was he didn't spoon feed anything for anybody. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, totally. Yeah. And how was it working on that film while you were, like, as far as, like, as, since obviously as a trans person and you're working in this role that's, like, so emotionally taxing, too, yeah. like, kind of going over a very complicated relationship with a parent, um, like, how was that for you kind of living in that role for the duration of filming? Uh, I enjoy being in that bubble, in mm-hmm. that creative bubble. Yeah. We shot it in Cincinnati in the dead of summer. <laughs> uh, it was really hot, yeah. and I love the heat, and I love the humidity, and I love artists, and I love mm-hmm. acting. Yeah. Even though it was heavy material, yeah. I was either naked or crying or both on any given day. <laughs> um, I just enjoyed the purpose of of having to go to set every day Um, because you know when you're in between jobs you're like what am I doing like where is where is the next gig totally um so I enjoyed it 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 was it was taxing of course and and cathartic too at times but um but I I mean I have really fond memories of that summer. Totally. Yeah. I've had a a, a couple friends on here too that have like, they're actors first. Like Mm. they don't want to be influencers at all. Like they want to be actors. And so they've, they've kind of expressed to me how hard it is like in between. And that's why they kind of started doing social media just for funsies. And even a few of my friends, like, like one of my girlfriends, Caitlin Riley, she was on the show too. And she's an actress, but she was telling me like, I did this because there was no work Mm -hmm. at the time. And then this took off. And then now they're kind of, sometimes they'll pitch me as like an influencer. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're like, I'm an actress. I'm still an actress. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm still an actress. Like I did this shit for fun. And now it's like, 
it's taking me away from what it is I want to do. Yes. Um, so I totally get, cause she was telling me I, there's just, there was no work. So I was like, well, I gotta do something. Yeah. So she started kind of chipping away at social media. I think Johnny Sibley. Yeah. Johnny Sibley. Who's also yeah. been on the show. Love him. Yeah. My Virgo sim- King. Similar journey. He, yeah. did, he did all these characters like Julissa and yeah. um, Megan. And um, that was, it's not like he wasn't auditioning and yeah, looking totally. for work. He was. Yeah. Um, but you got to put that creative energy somewhere. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, especially when it's, I, I feel like there's such long periods, I'm sure, of like waiting. Just yeah. Kind of just waiting. Lots That's why I told you. I had one audition and they, they hit me up eight months later. Like they initially reached yeah. out to me and never heard from them again. Yeah, it's always, it's always 48 hours or less. <laughs> yeah. Eight pages of dialogue and you're like, I have a life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one, like, and that the one, the one thing they sent me was literally like a paragraph and a couple sentences and that's it. Like it wasn't mm. even anything long mm. or hard. And I was like, okay. well, that's a little better. Yeah. That's nice. I guess nicer, but I guess not. Cause they didn't pick me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's what, like the shit I was auditioning for too, was like so under wraps that they, I don't even know what they sent me was just like a description of who I was reading for. Okay. And then the paragraph and then the two sentences and then that's it. Uh And they didn't give me a storyline or anything like that. And it was for something animated. So they were like, that reminds me of the Meryl Streep quote Mm -hmm. where she says, you know, casting sees so little of what you're actually capable of. Yeah. Because the audition process is so far removed from how acting is like on set. Yeah. And some people are great auditioners. Yeah. And others, if they're extremely sensitive, might not be good at that. Yeah. Um, I'm sensitive to the light and and the fluorescent rooms and uh, or even like a self tape sometimes. It's just like, uh, you know. You're, you're having a, a friend do it and they have to be somewhere and you know in an hour and like you're just trying to get through it yeah and and it's not really indicative of your potential it's yeah it's not your the full breadth of, of what you're capable of on set that's a really good point and uh and that can be frustrating because yeah. then you know people get jobs based off of auditions but yeah totally it might not even be how they bring it on set or yeah. vice versa you know do they do auditions in person anymore or is it more so just self tapes and then they I haven't in? had an in person audition person I haven't had an in person audition since before the pandemic. Okay, yeah. That's what my other friends on the mm-hmm. show told me too. As mm-hmm. far as like being active. They were like, Yeah, we don't do in person anymore. No. So and then really I'm like, Oh, so wait, I don't have to live in LA? <laughs> <laughs> so I can live anywhere else. I could actually buy a house somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well you were also in Hustlers. How yes. was that? Oh, girl, I watched the Super Bowl the other day, and I thought, oh, I missed my chance with Usher. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. How uh, was that experience? It was wonderful. Yeah. He, you know, in between takes, he was like, how you doing? What, what's your ethnicity? <laughs> I said, oh, we still ask that, sir. <laughs> mm, Italian. <laughs> and I got real shy. Yeah. And, um, you know, this is back before he was booed up. Yeah. And, uh and uh, I had a great time on set. Yeah. But I wished I'd been a little more forward with Usher. <laughs> <laughs> You're ugh, regret. I just just got shy. You know, there was a lot of people around it. Yeah. Um, icons like Cardi and Lizzo yeah. and mm-hmm. 
I had a really good time with them. Lizzo was hilarious. Cardi was so sweet. Yeah. Um, Kiki was a Kiki. Yeah. <laughs> she was a Kiki. Yeah. Um, J Lo was nice and Period. sweet mm-hmm. and just I couldn't believe because I've watched her my whole life. Yeah. Since that's the way love goes. <laughs> and um, and Lorene Scafaria is the director writer. She's a good friend of mine now. Yeah. And it was just. The way that set was run was so seamless. Oh, I love that. And it was just a lot of woman energy. Yeah, and I was going to say, the girls are going to do it. Yeah. They're going to do it, it every was time. Just, it was no drama. Yeah. It was just, it was just so like, lovely. I, that's so good. I'm yeah. so glad, too. Especially with a cast like that, like, star power. All of you guys yeah. together. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And no drama. Love that. <laughs> no drama. Yeah. No drama. That's so. That's no. so sick. I think that... I think too, like getting to work with uh, women that you've like idolized, and you're like, and then that you find out they're really cool and they're very talented in person too. You're like, okay, period. Yeah, it's never. It's really disappointing when you meet someone and they suck. <laughs> you're yeah. like, damn, oh, yeah. that's a bummer. I've had some moments like that. I won't, yeah. I won't say who. Yeah, you and but... me both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's a bummer. Yeah, so now I don't even. I do my best to like not hype it up anymore. And mm-hmm. when I meet someone, I'm really, really, really like. Like, who I've watched forever. I'm just yeah. kind of like, okay, I don't know how this is going to go. I'm just going to, like, keep the expectations low. Yeah. You know. Yeah, totally. And also, this is, like, off topic but not, uh, the videos that you made about a certain comedian. Girl, <laughs> I was cackling. I was mumbling and I was cackling, bitch. That was so fucking funny. As you should. Me and my friends, me and my me and my friends are always like, dolls, am I wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> I say that all the time. I'm just quoting you. <laughs> When I say something like, am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> you ate him up, bitch, period. Good, he deserved a good eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sure fucking did, bitch. And I didn't even realize that was you in the video. I, for, at first oh, really? when I watched it, I was, I was fucking cackling. I was like, this is so funny. And then uh, my sister is a big fan of yours. She couldn't come today, but she's a huge fan of yours, too. And mm. she was like, that's literally Trace. And I was like, no fucking way. I don't know why I didn't put two and two together. Probably because I code switch so much in interviews that, like, <laughs> that video was just me being me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, what, that's what my upstairs neighbor, um, yeah. Sahaya, told me. She mm-hmm. was like, it was so nice also because whenever people see you talking on, in an interview or something, you're so poised and, yeah, you know, you're like, like, you're code switching for people. Yeah, and and totally. that was just Trace being Trace, like the Trace we, <laughs> the trace we know, you know, on Sunday at the barbecue. Like, that's that's you. Yeah, literally. And, um and I was like, you're right. I, I guarantee that. that's why I didn't put it together Probably. at first. Yeah, because yeah. even sometimes for me, like when I do, like I did something with Forbes and they recorded it and they would like put put little clips out and stuff. Some people were like, wow, she's so smart. I'm not going to tell people to suck my dick and cock and balls at Forbes. Exactly. Do there, girl. But doesn't it say so much about <laughs> them yeah that they think that we are one thing that's what i'm saying when all of the most brilliant people are so layered yeah and have had to be chameleons have had to be absolutely right especially in this industry and i feel like too it's it's such a testament too to like how they see women Mm. because they're like oh like when women are like brash and they're unapologetic and they're fucking confrontational they're always like a disagreeable woman. Right. But then when they see me talking in other interviews where I'm talking a lot about stuff I really care about, they're like, Oh, you know what? She's actually really (laughs) smart girl. You could be both. I could tell someone to suck my wiener and still be smart. It's okay. I can exist in both worlds. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. 
it's a it is a, it is honestly it's a luxury to mm-hmm. if you don't have to code switch so much yeah like it's, totally. that's a luxury that i don't know they give maybe you i'll be famous enough one day where i don't have to give a <laughs> about i know how i'm and you do have to be very cognizant of that especially in the industry that you're in a, exclusively is because mm. like other people may see that and they'll be like, oh, no, because like, oh, yeah. they'll develop a personal opinion and then withhold yes. stuff from you regardless oh. if you're overqualified for it. Absolutely. Or the right person for it. So you're like, it's Absolutely. like playing the game. Yes. Which is annoying. I play the game. I try. <laughs> but they're on to me now. But. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll transition. Actually, that's actually a good transition into the topic, which is okay. unpacking the TikTok trad wife trend, which is like traditional wife. So okay. traditional gender role. No, you're right. Because trade <clears throat> trade is like someone who uh, trade wife. Like that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well, I don't want to talk about my my past. <laughs> okay, so obviously, like as an actress, right, you've mm. had to take on roles that have highlighted the complexities of like modern womanhood of gender norms like things like that mm-hmm. so like this new trend on tiktok is very i've actually seen a few videos i've been tagged in a few of them a couple of men i gotta fuck up on my list but like <laughs> they're talking about traditional wives like they're like how come people aren't like my mom and i'm like if you want to fuck your mom like unpack that elsewhere girl. oh my god <laughs> like, you know some men are like do you want to kiss your mom on the mouth be honest it's very that like i'm sorry i'm not your mom yeah that's <laughs> yeah, like Hey girl, um, I'm not your mom, so right. I'm, and I think your mom's taken. If I, I can be correctly. your mommy. I can't be your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, sorry. I know sometimes that's very weird when they're like, "Why can't you just act like my mom?" Um, because you have sex with me. That's why. Oh my god. Maybe I shouldn't be. Right. <laughs> right. Is that a real question? <laughs> okay, so there's a couple of videos in here that are applicable <clears throat> to this. So this one is a man. He's recording a podcast reacting to a clip of a woman explaining this like traditional wife trend and she explains that it's a trend where women want to return to the domestic lifestyle of caring for the home cooking and cleaning for their husband he works to provide for her the guy on the podcast says men have been fetishizing this trend because it's their dream scenario which i mean yeah i believe that Mm -hmm. i do believe that for sure but women what women want to return to the domestic my whole thing about that is like I don't give a fuck if you want to stay at home and cook and clean. You want to be, if you want to be that girl, as long as you're doing it consensually, go Yeah, on. I don't care. I don't care either. I don't care at all. I just, I, I don't want to hear what you have to say about me not wanting to do that. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit what you do. Right. I don't care at I all, don't girl. I have a problem with you being traditional. I mean, yeah, not at all. I'm not going to say I haven't had that fantasy once or twice. <laughs> it just didn't work out for me. Yeah. So <laughs> I had to find a skill. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're all had to develop something. <laughs> Otherwise, I, I always feel, too, it's very, like, it's so, like, oh, well, women just don't want that anymore. There are women who do. You just can't force other ones to also do it. Right. Because the conversation they never want to have with me when they talk about gender roles, I'm always like, well, gender's not real. Did you know that? That's a man-made construction, babe. Right. And every time I talk about that, they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, see, you guys aren't smart enough to have this conversation with me. So they're I'm going to tell, you, I'm gonna tell you to eat my dick and balls. Like, that's what I <laughs> That's the only thing you understand. You don't understand anything else I say. I'm constantly amazed by <laughs> the comments that I read yeah. on the internet about gender roles, about <clears throat> the transphobia that's yeah. just 
flung every which way, particularly by men. Yeah, girl. And then like I'll go to their page and I'm like, oh, your favorite rapper's who? Because he's in my DMs. (laughs) Oh, your favorite basketball player's who? Oh, he's in my girl's DMs and she's trans too. So your faves and your idols are in our DMs. And that's a fact. That's a literal fucking fact, bitch. I'm not kidding. And you idolize them, but you're hating on us. <laughs> Maybe take some notes. I mean, <laughs> the moment, and mark my words, I don't know if it's going to be three years from now, five years from yeah. now, ten years from now. Once yeah. it becomes cool suddenly to yeah. date a trans girl, mm-hmm. all those little sheep watch. Exactly. They're going to have permission Period. to follow suit because they're sheep. Exactly. And I, you know what's that you're so real for that because that is not a lie. So no. many men in no. the in the industry. Oh, I mean, and I'm t- I'm not talking about I'm talking about I'm talking about the biggest of the big. Literally like the most famous the person. The most you could famous think of. in whatever field. Exactly. Hooping. Yeah. Rapping. <laughs> Uh, acting. Acting, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I got my own list and my girls do too. <laughs> the DJs, and, they love. So, mm-hmm. tread lightly. Yeah. I'm not, listen, I'm not the one to, to, to blurt out names, but I'm just saying, your faves, yep. they want to lay down with us. <laughs> and so you look stupid and goofy when yeah. you call us men and shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> the men you idolize do not think that. They don't. They surely don't, girl. They don't. That's why all my trans, my trans girlfriends that have come on, they've been like, "You have no idea who's no idea." Up. I was like, yeah, "Their minds would be fucking blown. blown. They would be. They blown. would be like, <laughs> yeah. they would short circuit. They really would. They to would find short out. circuit. That's why I was like, it, you, y'all think you know, but you don't. Mm-mm, you have no idea. They love the dolls. They do. Love the dolls. They love the dolls. And who wouldn't? Hello. They love the dolls. That's what I'm like. The they only reason they they're... don't do it out loud is because it's not socially acceptable. Exactly. Acceptable, and men are very status driven, and we yeah. we are still not a status symbol mm-hmm. for men. And that doesn't stop them from fetishizing, though. No. Or doing it in secret at all. And they and that's all they want. And you know what's funny too is like the uh, the dolls all talk to each other, so they oh, all know. There's girl. only so many of them. Yeah, they so all know, girl. We all know. <laughs> that's why I, I I find that is like the the craziest thing to me too because i always think to myself i'm like you if you guys knew if y'all knew all of a sudden like you said it would be cool oh it would be i so mean cool if all they all just <laughs> the biggest of the biggest names yeah. if they all just said tomorrow like yeah i fuck with trans girls yeah 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 that's my lady oh whatever oh yeah i let i i blow her back out on wednesday <laughs> it would not if transphobia would die it tomorrow would, it would it literally would disappear. Yeah. It would disappear entirely, girl. It would disappear. I, I was like, I, I've said too, I'm like, like you said, a sheep. Like, I'm like, y'all are such, you're so not the man that you think you are. You're so not. Because you're a coward. I'm right. like, you can't even, you can't even come out like, and I don't know why it's so hard to wrap their head around <clears> that <throat> concept when it's, it doesn't make you gay if that's what you're afraid of. Right. Like if you're, if you identify as a man and you like trans women, you're not gay. Yeah, so I don't I know agree. if that's what you're so afraid of. I don't know why that yeah. keeps being a thing. A conversation over and over again. And, and it's like, no matter, I've tried to, t- to tell people, like, you know, all my exes, they, you know, they they didn't even date other trans girls before me. And they yeah. went on to cis women after, like, so it's not like, I don't know, they, I'm just another kind of woman Yeah. to them. You're still a woman. That's why I'm saying, like, it. 
it, they they spend too much time thinking about shit that doesn't apply to them or shit that they secretly haven't confronted and then that's why they feel that they feel so fucking attacked and they time. look like a booger while doing it yeah. and i'm like i'm not checking for you too. yeah relax bitch <laughs> relax yeah that's why right. i'm not checking for you now your favorite basketball player, your favorite rap maybe him yeah, yeah. not you well and he's checking for her that's what I mean. Yeah, yes. Yes. exactly. Yeah, exactly. I've, and I've even said, yeah. I've said to people before when they're like, I would never fuck you. Okay, same. Okay, same. Uh, neither would I. So we don't have to even If anything, there. we have a lot in common because <laughs> I, I find you disgusting. So it's like, we, we have a lot in common, girl. We should be friends. <laughs> we should be friends. We have so much We in could common. learn a lot from each other. Yeah, <laughs> we have common interests. We both find each other abhorrent to look at. So it's a win-win. <laughs> What do you mean? That's why when they say that, I'm like, okay, same. They're like, that's so fucked up to say to me. <laughs> and that's because men like that literally are like, I don't want to fuck you, but I can't believe that you don't want me to fuck you. Yeah, they're of course e- I don't. They Look can. at you. Their egos get handled. <laughs> yeah, the, they want it. They hate nothing more than hearing, uh, okay, you're ugly. You're like, well, yeah, I would never fuck you either because you're ugly. So. Yeah, and they're like, who the fuck yeah. do you think you are right. saying that to me? Do you right. get a lot of hate on social media? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, same. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's. Uh, I think a lot of it is, um, well, the trans thing, but it's yeah. also it's also like this very specific kind of like misogyny, mm. like it's transphobia and misogyny. Yeah, and then this tornado that it creates. Yeah. Totally. Oh, because you have the nerve to be a bad bitch too, and like, <laughs> wait, my dick jumped when I looked at you. That and was gonna say. Like, oh, that's just, it just sets them off. And yeah, it's like, literally. Or if it's a cis woman doing the hating, then it's just her her insecurities that jealousy. she's just throwing at me. Yeah, girl. And I'm, I'm like, jealousy's like, an ugly color on everyone. I promise you that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I was like, um, you're showing your whole real obviously, girl, because it's like, whenever I get hate from women, which is like, it's it it's rare compared to men, but I, I do get quite a lot of hate from women. Mm. Um, when I do, I'm always like, I don't know. Like, I hope he saw this. Whoever you're hoping will text you back. I hope he saw this. Comment. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope he saw it, girl. I hope you get your, I exactly. hope you get a text back. I really do. Yeah. Because like, who's this for? Like, you're on my, you're on my page, girl. You're on my house. Right. And there's so. just this level of bravery, bravery online that yeah, they totally. don't have in real life either. For real. Because I'm a no-nonsense bitch. You and me both. And so if you <laughs> ever wanted it in the street, <laughs> these hands is nice. <laughs> what did Cardi say? My hands are nice. <laughs> but um, no, I had, to, I had to get off Instagram. After we did our press run for Monica, I was like, yeah. I don't know if I can do this anymore. Yeah. I'll go on when there's like a paid post or yeah. something. But I miss the analog world. <laughs> Does that sound really old? Am I old? I'm old. I mean, I was born in 81. So I yeah. miss the analog world. Like, yeah. I really do. And yeah. so, I mean, TikTok is a, I feel like I, I could be wrong, but it's yeah. maybe it's because it's newer for me. It feels a little lighter and funnier. And, yeah. Um, and, but Instagram is just like, so much hate totally it's nasty on there i i was just and then twitter someone. got even worse which i don't even yeah twitter's i don't even use that line. anymore twitter's the scariest one like yeah. with the worst hate but i feel like on instagram too like it, it's almost like uh i talked about it recently because i i had posted a reel and it was one i i had had on my tiktok for a while so i just put it on tiktok because it was funny and it wasn't making fun of anyone at all it was like literally just me and my man mm. um being silly and when i posted that like 
oh girl, it did. It hit the algorithm, so it did well. I hadn't seen that kind of hate in years. I was like, well, girl, what the fuck is going on? Like, there are some nasty ass people on Instagram. Yeah. And the way they find you, I feel like a lot of times it's through reels, which is why I was like, what the hell is going on? Mm. And um, it's pretty bad on there. And I feel like I wasn't used to it on that app because on Instagram, you know, you follow who you like. So it's yeah. like your feed is so curated that it's never anyone random. It's always just like who you like and who you know. And so I feel right. like maybe that's why I was so shocked to see it on that app. Cause I was like, girl, what is going on here? <clears throat> yeah. So many men found me and they <clears throat> hate me on there too. It's oh, horrible. Well. I think it's just, <clears throat> I think it's this hit of like dopamine that they get. Oh, totally. That, um, they don't know how to get that in their own lives. Mm -hmm. So they can just turn into a keyboard warrior and mm -hmm. <laughs> very yeah, good at typing. Yeah. <laughs> like, turn that into a scale shit. Exactly. Go apply for a job, girl. I, uh, right. I posted a video a month or two ago and I was like, I was defending like WNBA players. Right. And I was like mm. saying like, um, if you're a man who couldn't even make a varsity in high school, I don't give a fuck what you think about professional women's basketball players. Girl. I saw that. Yeah. I, saw I was that, like, yeah. I don't, I don't care at all what you have to say. And when I posted that video, obviously a whole bunch of men under 5'8 were like, <laughs> you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, you fucking fatty. They're, like, they're all mad at me. Of course they are. Which is, that's like, that's their whole thing with me. They hate me. Um, and so when they started commenting like shit like that, like one of the last things I said in the video was like, um, instead of worrying, instead of worrying about someone else's stats, like how many dates have you been on in the last month? Right. Because you've been laid in, in last year. Yeah. yeah, maybe worry about those numbers, bitch. Like, maybe get Period. those up, and then maybe we can have a conversation. Period. So I made that joke, and then I had so many men be like, and what does sex have to do with, oh, everything? Because that's why you act that way, because you yeah. don't get any. That's why you act that way. Yeah, because if you were happy, yeah. you wouldn't be up under these videos exactly. like you are. If you didn't fucking hate women, you would be getting laid, and you wouldn't be so miserable. That's my point. So, yeah. like, the fact that I had to draw that map for you kind of proves my point, which is, like, you're so miserable in your life, you hate yourself, so you feel like you get this, like, sense of power by, right. like, throwing, like, posting anonymous hate or whatever on other people's profiles. That includes yours and mine. Yeah. It's I, insane. <clears throat> there's, a, it's an epidemic of men right now that are searching for purpose. Mm-hmm. And mm -hmm. it's coming out in weird ways. Yeah. It's, it's coming out in in a lot of misogynistic ways. Yeah, and like I, I saw like, a, I think there was like that study that came out, I think it was last year, like 2023, where they said there's like a, a, like a loneliness epidemic for men specifically. Mm. And uh, in the study, a lot of them were talking about how uh, women and anyone else who does not operate within a gender binary are essentially like, they're moving on with their lives. Like they're not like, Oh, I hope a man loves me one day. Like, they're still pursuing life outside of men because they're like, all of you suck. I'm going to keep doing what I got to do and being happy. Right. And um, they're super okay with being alone, whereas men were not counting on that, so they're not okay being alone. Right. And now they're making... That is also our fault. <laughs> like, it's like... Everything's women's fault. Like, everything yeah. is our fault. Like, when you're awful to us, that's my fault for being sensitive. When you're lonely, that's my fault for not dating you. Girl... Yeah. I'm like, it's so hard. Life is so hard for a cis man. Oh, <laughs> it's so hard. It's I feel so, so bad hard. for that. <laughs> oh, baby. <Yeah. laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
This episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. In fruit and life, there's no juice without the slice. It's what freed the pineapple from the rind and turned your old jeans into cute jorts. Introducing Captain Morgan Sliced, four cocktail-inspired, ready-to-drink flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. This episode is brought to you by eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Whether it's a handbag, watch, sneakers, streetwear, or jewelry, eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love, and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Visit ebay.com for terms. Okay, let me read some of the comments on this video. This one says, Bet she'll look younger, longer than all those boss bitches working 17-hour days and hooking up with some stranger on Tinder. Huh? Okay, he's saying a traditional wife would look younger, longer because they wouldn't be working and hooking up with some stranger on Tinder. That's a very detailed comment. I I bet you wish you were hooking up with a stranger on Tinder, huh? (laughs) Yeah, and... uh... I don't know about that one. <laughs> 17 hours days. I'm like, you know what makes women look like tired or older? Stress. Right. You know who stresses people out? Men. <laughs> so you want to talk about whose fault that is. That's probably yours. If they, if they're looking tired, like it, especially women who are like their mothers and their wives. And then they have male partners who are not active participants in either the relationship or the kids lives. And she's just doing everything and working. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's going to be stressed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They want to, like, it. sometimes when they say that shit about, like, I wish women acted like my mom or whatever the fuck, I'm always thinking, like, your perception of women is so archaic, but also, like, women had no choice for a long time. Like, because they couldn't do anything. Like, they right. couldn't get a bank account, couldn't buy a car, couldn't get a job right. for so many years. So right. the fact that you you really think your great 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 grandma loved your grandpa, please. <laughs> she probably thought about all the ways to kill him thousands of she times. She was surviving. Yeah, she was literally surviving. Like <laughs> literally. That's why I'm like, if your great 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 grandma had the choice, she would not have picked your grandpa. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it, bitch. She hates him and she hates you. I bet you anything. <laughs> so I was like, you're so fucking delusional if you think your mom, like your great great, like a few generations back when they had no rights at all, that he was like, Oh, it was true love. True love. It was- True love. Yes. As I Without... do, hang up this laundry on the, <laughs> on the, on the prairie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm like, yeah, women were being like abused left and right and never taken seriously when they would report it. But yeah, I'm sure it was true love. I'm sure they loved him. I'm sure they felt that way. This next one says, the government tricked women into being like men so they can charge more for everything. Where now you have to have two incomes to live and double taxes. Huh? I mean, it is expensive nowadays, yeah. but I don't think that's our fault again. <laughs> yes. I don't think that's, that's called our inflation, fault again. Babe. That's called inflation. <laughs> that's not our fault either, dude. That's crazy. He's like, it, that's that's also women's fault. I'm like, shit. Add it to my list. There's so many things I have to apologize for. <laughs> this next one says, if you don't have a trade girl, it's you. Wait, what? It's you who are the problem. You are not a provider. Okay, he's saying if you don't have a traditional wife. It's because you're not a provider. You ever oh. been with a man who's a provider? Yes and no. Yes. 
Yes. I provided two. Yeah. I mean, why not have two incomes? I yeah. Added, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, sometimes I think, too, like, men who write shit like that, sometimes I think, I'm like, have you ever been in a relationship with right. anyone? Right. Because it's not like a, hey, 50-50 everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's very, like, I'll pay for this, you pay for it. It's the same thing I do with my friends. Like, I'm Absolutely. like, I got this meal, like, next time you got me, like, you know what I mean? That's why I'm yes. like, you guys overcomplicate shit. Like, yes, it's not like that. And if someone sits down, he's like, I want a 50, 50 split. Get out of my fucking face. Yeah. And I don't make, I don't look, I don't mind making you a steak on a Friday evening yeah. <laughs> once a week Yeah, and giving you some head when you get home from your long day. <laughs> if you paying 60% of the bills, yeah, <laughs> I don't mind. But I just don't want to be locked in a box. Exactly. No. That's what I. That's literally <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm like, you know what's crazy is that your wildest dreams of what you perceive to be in women, like like what you would love from them, they'll happily give you without happily. you having to ask, as long as you're not an asshole. Like, if you're a good person and you provide equal footing in the relationship, you'll live the the best life you've ever had. Yeah. She'll be the best partner you've ever fucking had. Right. Because women stay with men who are fucking awful. Like, I don't know how they do. I'm well, okay. We've all been in our early 20s before, and I've, <laughs> I've done that too. I know. I've kind of talked about it. I was like, there's always one, one specifically where you're like, Oh man, my eyes were completely closed. What was I doing? Yeah, yeah. You're like, my eyes were shut, bitch. Like I like, I wasn't I was, I like, was dickmatized. Yeah. Something was going on. I know, even I have one. I have one where I was literally like when I look back, I'm like, girl, what the fuck? Like I plead temporary yeah. insanity because what was wrong with me? Did you ever shake your purse? <laughs> shake my purse. Did you ever like give them money for something? Or... Oh no, 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 no. Well, no, no, no. I never gave no. money. But it was more so like there were so many glaring red flags and I was like, oh, I can't see anything. Mm. I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. immediately. <laughs> and now looking even then, like my friends who had dated some of the weirdest, worst people ever, like we all we all like would joke about it. Like they all had their phases with like random dudes where I'm like, he sucks. <laughs> but they just like were like, I know, but like ah, bah, I wanted I want to see with him so bad, uh, which fair. You know what I mean? As long as everyone, <laughs> as long as everyone's honest, right? Yeah. So my friends and I would joke about it all the time, but my, I never really had anyone like that at the time. Like the men that I were dating, they were like, okay. But that one, my friends were like, Hey girl, um, <laughs> yeah. Are you being stupid on purpose or what's right. going on? <laughs> like, your friends are always right. Yeah. Your friends are always so right. So you can just, you know, not waste the time and listen to them Yeah. <laughs> or you can waste another year. Oh yeah, girl. You know, and I uh, the reason why I found what I found out about him, I was I was the other woman. He was in a very serious relationship, and I was just like a fling. But I I did not know. I had no fucking clue at all. She probably didn't know either. Oh no, she had no idea. And he like when I didn't even like I was like I'm not even gonna dignify this bitch with like an explanation. I'm just gonna cut it off. Like I was just like I don't owe you shit. So I'm just not talking to you anymore. Yeah. And then when he did reach out to me, he's like. Also, like, I don't, like, I'm not with her, like, you know, like, we're just, like, co-parenting, because, like, he told me she was about to have a baby, and I was like, hey, um, I'm 21, I'm not gonna be a stepmom, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> like, I mean, congrats, but I'm out, like, what the fuck? And he was like, oh, yeah, no, like, she's gonna be, whatever the fuck. Again, me entertaining the shit and, like, listening to it for uh -huh. way too way long. Way too long. Like, I was just, like, being a friend kind of kind of shit, but not. And then I got a call from her one day. 
Did you? Yeah, like at two in the morning. And she told me she hacked his iPad in order to get my phone number. Because he used to text me all the time, but I have a boy name. So she thought I was a boy. <laughs> so she thought I was a boy. She's like, who the fuck are you texting all the time? And he's like, oh, it's my friend Drew. Hilarious. So she thought I was, and I was like, oh, friend. Hilarious. Oh. Friend. Wow. I don't do that with my friends, but. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she called me and she, she talked to me, but she wasn't mad at me. She just like wanted to know the truth. Yeah. And she had asked me like, you know, do you live in this place specifically? And I was like, no, but my friend does. And then she had told me the night, the very first night we met, he like slept, he slept over at my friend's house with me, then went home. And then when she said, what the fuck were you doing over there? Cause he's has no business being over there. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, I was just hanging out with my friend and I got drunk and pat and fell asleep. Uh-huh. Like he created this whole story, but she told me she, she sneakily put a tracking thing on his phone and that's how she knew he was there and i was like oh why do we have to do all that i know though? i said girl you're doing all that shit what are we doing uh, what do are we if you have to do all that it's already <laughs> it's gone girl it's already let gone, her go girl. give her back to god i did yeah <laughs> so I was exactly like, Bye. so yes. I, I literally encouraged her i was like fuck him we're better than that we yes. deserve better you and i me just you empowering her <laughs> exactly i had one one wife called me respectfully like yeah. that and coming uh, to you as a woman yeah she, yeah. she was Same. like yeah um and i was straight up with her yeah but i've also had bitches call me out of pocket too <laughs> and that is at not first fun. i thought maybe that's what it was at first but and then I, she started crying and i was like oh okay well she's not yeah she's not trying to like like step to me she's just trying to like get the get answers but i'm like even then she would ask, she was asking me like really detailed questions. she's like oh like can you tell me I, and I even told her, I was like, I don't think you want to hear that stuff. I wouldn't if I were you. you. Exactly. You don't want to hear it. I'm telling you, don't you right want now. The details. You don't want to know that I'm a tranny either. Well, can you say that? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's going to send you in a whole other spiral. <laughs> Have you withheld that too? Yeah. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'll spare her that. Oh, that's, you know? that's really nice of you. <clears throat> yeah, I'll spare her that. That's really nice of you. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's just... Uh, you know, because I look, I didn't know about you either, bitch. Yes. So don't call my phone. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> no, same. That's why. I, and that's what I told. That's the first thing I told her. I was like, I had no idea. Like, I didn't. And as soon as he told me, uh, I was out. But the what he told me is not what you're telling me. Because mm. what, what he told me was that you guys were just like good friends and all that type of shit. Turns out she was living with him the oh. entire time. So I was like, oh, love that. Because they were a couple for 10 years prior to that. And I was like, oh, nice. Love that. Wow. But there were lots of signs before that, which is why I was like, okay, my eyes were shut completely. That's on me. Uh, (laughs) But that's just because I was like, it was, it was obvious shit too. Like it was, I would invite him out and he would never want to go. But at night he would want to come to me. Oh yeah. But he would never let me go over there. He only wanted to come to me only at night. Telltale. Yeah. That's why I was like. Telltale signs. Those are like so obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Those are such obvious signs. It's so funny how early on we get that little spidey sense in our gut. And then we ignore it usually until like our mid (laughs) thirties. And then you hit a breaking point and you're like, I can't do it anymore. Uh, you know, and now I have to find the will to go on a date. <laughs> I have to find the will. I have to pray about it. Yeah. I have to take an energy drink. For real. I have to meditate. <laughs> yeah, you my uh, my sister, she's uh, she's kind of dating, but she she's gay. So she when she was talking to me, she was like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, 
she had said something about dating and I was like, well, girl dating men. I feel like I was like, if you liked men, you'd have a ton of dates. They'd just be with the worst people you've like ever hot garbage ever seen in your life. Like hot both garbage. personality and looks like they'd be awful. <laughs> it would be awful girl. Like yes. count your blessings in that sense. So I was like, it would not be better. If the you amount of like men, the, the amount of nights I've, stayed up and prayed that God would make me a lesbian. <laughs> this does not happen for me. And I've tried. <laughs> you and I, me both. I have tried. Yeah. Sometimes someone once on my tour asked me, she was like, oh, like, cause I've talked about how like, I've like had a visceral hatred for men running through my bloodstream for a long, as long as I can remember. <laughs> and I was like telling her, I was like, yeah. And obviously based off my content, y'all can tell that. But she had asked me like, did you ever think that maybe you liked women? And I said, yeah, I did. In college, I was like, maybe I, Maybe I like women. Like, maybe I'm attracted to women. And she was like, well, how do you know for sure? And then I was like, because I tried it, and it didn't work. Yeah. And then when I did it, I said, fuck. That means I like men. Yeah. Uh. I gave it a good old try, too. Yeah. It's just not the same for me. That's why I was like, that's how I know. It's not a choice. Okay, well, we've talked about a lot of things. <laughs> so many things. But especially how much we hate men, period. <laughs> uh, but back to the, uh, to the point of you obviously being an actress. Um, what would you say is your best piece of advice for not just women in general, but trans girls too, who are trying to get into the industry and like really want to be an actress and like want to be in, whether it's TV film, like, do you have any mm. like really good advice for them or any pearls of wisdom you want to share? Oh, there's two things. Mm -hmm. If you can do anything else, <laughs> do it. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if you really want to act, yeah. um, Lean into the things that make you unique mm -hmm. because there are so many talented people out there mm -hmm. and in certain rooms, you know, it, it's going to be like a lottery. So you yeah. gotta, you really gotta lean into what makes you, you yeah, and bring that to, bring that to the role. Totally. Um, because people will see that and, and people innately gravitate towards authenticity yeah absolutely well thank you so much for coming on the episode thank you for i adore you me. i adore you you're amazing you we gotta keep in real life too oh i would love that <laughs> period yes. well I'm, bring I'm johnny here. okay we'll all have a girl's night out absolutely <laughs> absolutely true and that's a real offer i'm being dead serious okay i said I'm it down. online so you're all witness to me so if trace doesn't <laughs> hang out with me you guys saw it hey <laughs> It's an honor. I, you are a real life superhero to me. So. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah. So you are also a hero to me. I'm fucking in awe of you. I can't wait to keep watching you ascend. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> thank you. My we'll name. be at the Oscars together. But I'll we be will. interviewing you. Let's and claim it. There you go. Let's claim Speak it. it into existence. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me. I love you. You're amazing. Thank you, girl. thank you all so much for joining us on this episode of the comment section show. Before we go, where can everybody find you? Ooh, uh, just. At Trace Lissette mm -hmm. um, on all socials. Period. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to promote? Um, oh, there's a movie called Dope Queens mm -hmm. that uh, is looking for a home. And oh, so just be on the lookout for it. Period. Yeah. How exciting. Okay. Thank you so much to Trace for coming on the show. Thank you all for watching. Make sure y'all go follow Trace on literally everything. She's a superstar and she's <laughs> going to continue to be a mega star. And make sure y'all watch her movie Monica, which is already out. And it's incredible. So make sure y'all go see it. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Don't forget the comment section episodes drop every Wednesday. You can stream the audio on all streaming platforms, but the video lives exclusively and for free on Spotify. Thank you again to 
my amazing guests. Thank you to all of you, and I'll see you next week. Bye!